Hello everybody, welcome to the Dummy Room. This is Marie Nicotine from the Windowsill. Enjoy the show. Cheers! This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the dummy room. I'm Jody Have Not, joined by Dominate Demol. Oh boy, how's it going, dude? <laughs> Pretty good. Cool. I still couldn't think of that other one that I was trying to think of, but I like to dominate, and it's not yeah. nasty. Me. So that's good. Yeah, we'll come up with something better. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, episode one hundred and three. One hundred and three. Crazy. Um, we've been doing the minisodes. Uh, a couple days ago, we dropped a minisode and we answered a bunch of questions, yeah. and we didn't get to all of them. Should we continue? Yeah, let's let's do that. That'd be cool. Yes. We left off with Jason uh, talking about Kiss, but we got Michael Hardy. Uh, the Dummy Room is the best podcast out there. Keep it up, and thank you. I have three questions. Uh, what are all What are all the bands that Jody has been in? What you got, Jody? Oh God, so many. <laughs> uh, the only ones that anyone really cares about is probably the Have Nots. I was in the Haddonfields. I was in the Teflon Dons with Teflon Dave. In fact, I coined the name Teflon Dave. Um, I was in a band called the Vegetarians. <laughs> another one called the Tea Bags. I was in this. I did this weird art, like avant-garde, noisy art rock for a while with this dude, and that project was called 3D Monster. Some really, I, yep. really strange shit, man. I'd be playing all these weird keyboards and all the guitars and bass <laughs> and usually the drums. And this dude was in this, uh, he was in like the seminal punk rock band in St. Louis in 79 called Max Load. One of the first and only and best St. Louis punk bands from in the 70s, you know what I mean? And uh, so, yeah, I did a bunch of weird, kind of like Wire meets... Uh, fuck something real even weirder than that well there was a punk rock edge to it but it definitely wasn't pop punk per se uh i don't know those are the only ones that really anyone would know about or care about probably i mean i've done a lot of other things but uh i've even played on some i did some session work around here for a while and i'm on some country cds and such (laughs) (laughs) like i you know uh, for a while, I just used to get paid to bring my guitar to this guy's studio and play whatever they had, and I'd just do it and try to make it as cool as I could. It always usually sucked, though. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't my kind of shit, but it was easy money. So I used to do that a lot. And, of course, you're in the laybacks. Oh, yeah, laybacks, my current thing, even though coronavirus pretty much kill the momentum for that shit we were just about to start booking shows and now we haven't practiced as a band and god i don't even know i can't even remember the last time nolan and i have gotten together but ba when all this shit first started happening he was already out on the road with whatever band he was touring with i think it might have been that kid congo or something he tours with a few different bands 
And uh, so he's really worried about it. And he's still like super locked down. Hmm. Like Noel was like, fuck it, I'm coming over. Cool. But uh, yeah, so that's pretty much what's going on with me. Not much, uh, basically. <laughs> uh, second question was, when do we get to hear Scooter Boots? Ooh, um, yeah, I'd love to hear some of that. I haven't even heard it, dude. That that came about because uh, I think it was last night or the night before, uh, Matt Fuzz, um, you know, from the Fuzz, he uh, he posted a, a flyer uh, from, uh, from a show in lacrosse here, Parasites, Chubby's Fuzz, and uh, Scooter Boots. And this was uh, JJ, JJ Nobody started it I, I and honestly i don't even remember jj playing with the parasites back then but he was on that tour and um yeah so i was in that band that was a high school thing you know yeah i was like 17 16 17 somewhere in there yeah so um i don't know i don't think you'll get to hear him <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know dude i, I, I don't know yeah I have a dat tape, yeah. But I come on, man. That should be like a hey pizza release. <laughs> no, no. I think at some point I I did get it um, converted to digital um, years and years and years ago. But uh, I don't know where it is. I could try to track it down. Yeah, hook that shit up. Let's make a YouTube vid and put it in our group at least. <laughs> yeah. And this third question was. If Hey Pizza put out a Kiss tribute, <laughs> what bands and songs would you want on it? Ooh. Dude, I I don't even want to think about that. But I I guess um, I don't know. I can only think of a few bands just because they're big Kiss fans. The Laidbacks, uh, Jagger, Holly, Jasons, um, Jasons for sure, Huntington's, Huntington's, you know. Uh... And and it would be the oh, oh, it, I wouldn't see I, I wouldn't let the Jasons do what they would want to do. Anything after the 70s would be no. So they'd want to pull out some shit from Revenge, you know? How about we start a thing where Hey Pizza releases bands, you know how like Clearview had the Ramones albums? <laughs> hey Pizza could be the Kiss, I'll Do Dress to Kill. And <laughs> Jason's can have Hotter Than Hell or whatever, yeah. <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. Actually, no. I can't sing any of that shit, so there's no way we playbacks could do it. No. All right. Sean O'Dwyer asks, is lacrosse lager readily available in lacrosse, Wisconsin? It's pretty scarce around Chicago, but the liquor store by my folks had it. Good, cheap beer. Hmm. Um, I think it is. Yeah, I've, I've, I don't know if I've ever had it, man. So uh, once we used to have the Hylamond, uh brewing thing here, and once they moved to Chicago or whatever they did, old style um they started this uh, lacrosse brewery and they started making uh, lacrosse lager. And uh, yeah, I think it was really cheap. And I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I did. I thought it was just local shit, but apparently not. Hmm. Okay. If you really, really want some, I could probably hook you up. I don't care. I'll send beer across state lines. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> we got to do it like Smokey and the Bandit. We'll yeah. Smuggle some beer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question, Teflon Dave, what happened to D-Rock? <laughs> uh, D-Rock's still around, dude. He's still around. He's, uh, just as obnoxious and fucking crazy as he ever was, too, man. Yeah, <laughs> me and Dave, uh, the Teflon Dons used to practice in D-Rock's basement, so, yeah. He's had plenty That's of awesome. D-Rock experiences. 
we Steven, he Steven, let's have shows down there. We'd get like all these bands, Blueshies, Have Nots, <laughs> Teflon Dons, Keg Stand, whoever it might have been. I think the Hangarounds came up from Carbondale one time. I think maybe the copyrights too. But yeah, we used to have shows in that basement all the time. It was pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, but he's still around, still alive, still kicking, man. Yep. Brian Brubaker has uh what's your favorite book you've read about punk? Um I like the Dee's. I like the the little lobotomy one. Yeah. It's good. Do you remember that first Ramones book that came out? It was black and it had the silver emblem. Yeah. That was great. I can't even remember what it was called. Yeah, I still got that fucker somewhere, too. I loaned it to a buddy, and I never got it back. I liked um, Our Band Could Be Your Life. I can't remember who wrote that, but um, was that that? Oh, I can't can't remember who it was, but there was like, um, it was a bunch of different bands in there, like Husker Du and and, uh, Fugazi and whatever else. So that was a cool book. Did you ever see that? Read that Dee Dee Chelsea horror thing. It's real fucked up. Nah. <laughs> Maybe I'll send that up to you. That's probably my favorite. Was that first Ramones book? I do like Please Kill Me though too. I read that early on. Yeah, that was good. Yep. I haven't read that in years and years though. Alec Hiddell. Alec Hiddell. Aha. Dan Vapid or Ben Weasel. Choose. Ooh. It's a tough one, man. As far as, like, I don't know, people, probably on the vapid side of the fence, but songwriting, mm. god damn, that's a tough one. They're both so, here you so go. good. Let me uh, let me throw this at you. I would take Screeching Weasel, all Screeching Weasel, any era Screeching Weasel over uh, any Dan Vapid. So Cheats, Methadones, Mopes, Sludgeworth. I'm taking the Screeching Weasel catalog. Um, but Riverdale's, I'll take Vapid over Ben in the Riverdale's <laughs> all day long. That's kind of weird. So I don't know. I don't know what I would take. I don't know either. Dude, they man. both write great songs. They're just so different, you know. Yeah, and they're really good together. I wish they could just like make. Yeah, that they work. are good together. I wish they could uh, figure that out again. If I had to choose, mm, I, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I want them both to come back. <laughs> so who's more likely to hear this? <laughs> <laughs> neither. I don't know. Yeah, neither. I don't, think I don't know. Listening to us. It depends on the day, you know. They probably listen to their episode when it comes out. I guess lately, um, because we we had Ben on recently, and he was cool about sending us the album early, which was awesome. Yeah. And uh, that album fucking rocks. I, I'd go. I'd go Ben, but. You know, that's nothing against Vapid. I mean, Vapid's been on the show. He's a super nice guy, yeah, great Vapid songwriter, is. definitely the better singer of the two. Um, better songwriter in the sense of he just he can write a better, uh, just a basic song, you know? You know? Yeah, he hits Ben's, different, like, emotions in me that ben, than Ben does. But they're both yeah. essential in my life. I got to have them both. Can't choose. Yeah, it's a tough one. It It, it would all be... Tomorrow would be a different day. So, anyways, uh, Adam Crawford, any funny or interesting mail order stories? <laughs> Not really. I know I used to mail some shit around that I don't even want to talk about. 
I don't know if the statute of limitations is cool with that or not, but I ain't even I'm editing the whole thing out. Uh, last year, last year the Jasons, Jason V, sent me some stuff, and uh, that <laughs> yeah. was interesting. I, I I I opened the box knowing it was from the Jasons because they stamped it. And uh, Lily, my daughter, she was eleven. She might have been twelve at the time. Uh, she was basically looking over my shoulder, and I opened up the box, and there's pornos in there, like <laughs> the big box, the big VHS. I got VHS. the same package, dude. <laughs> and uh, yeah, right there. So I was like, quickly shut that, and um, yeah, yeah, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. If you want another story about random strange mail I received from Nasty Nate Demel, go back. You can hear all about that and a rainbow gummy dildo. So yeah, yes, I've been known to. Uh, Male sex toys. So yeah. drop us your uh, address, yeah, Adam. Drop us a and, PO uh, box and uh, expect a big fat <laughs> dildo in the mail at some point in your future. <laughs> yeah, other than that, as far as uh, yeah, I don't, you know, I never, you know, as far as records and shit go, nah, nothing. No. Nah. Next up, Nikki Banks. I don't know who that is. Um, she wants to know what we think of the new Screeching Weasel album. I think we answered it. We love it. I love Nikki it. Nikki Banks does not listen to the show, apparently. No, I. Well, or maybe she's new. I don't know, but yeah, I love we it. We have a whole episode with Ben, telling him and letting everyone know how much we love it. Dude, I actually John Bates to me were messaging last weekend, and I claimed to him that I think it's like the fourth best Screeching Weasel album. Dude, Boom! I've been listening <laughs> to it all Silence. the time. Dude, I love it. It's fucking that good. I mean, it really it's is? better than it's better than it's I think it's better than Bark. It's better than Teen Punks. Yeah. Everything after that. I love that record, dude. Dude, it's, it's fucking it's great. Good. Um and I keep having new favorites every now and again. For a while I was really stuck on not even close and settle in. And then it was Brain in a Jar and fucking and the Josie song. And right now I've been really stuck on I've never been in love. Yes. I've never been in love.
lips, dude. The whole album is great, man. I love how that Never Been In Love, though, when it comes to the guitar solo, it just starts going, eh, 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 eh. you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It's just like as simple as you could possibly get, but has the most impact of any guitar solo on the whole fucking record. It's fucking brilliant, dude. And those background vocals, you know, I mean, dude, that yeah. song is fucking genius. I, I, I think initially settle in and uh, turn it around. And Bleed Through Me is fucking great. Um, oh, yeah. Problematic is so good. Brain in a Jar, of course. Um, not even close. Not even close, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. It's, I mean, the whole record. It's, it's really good. I think that, um, yeah, you know what? I was listening to it uh, a few days ago. And, like, when I was talking to John about it, and I listened to it after that, and I was like, yeah, man. I mean, it's right. It's better than, I mean, I think it's better than How to Make Enemies, and I love that record, so... <sighs> I think it's like fourth best. You know, if, if you could separate yourself from the nostalgia of having listened to some of those exactly. records your whole life. I can't yeah. imagine going through high school again without Wiggle and Anthem and my brain hurts, you know? Right. Those were so important. It's hard for me to uh, to do that, but eh, fuck. I mean, there, I, there's probably, you know, times that I some of those songs are better than a lot of that shit on Wiggle, you know? Definitely. There's a lot of great songs, man. Yeah. I mean, he always has written great songs, but I really like the the killer production on the new album. There's so much shit going on, and I keep hearing new shit in different songs, you know, that I didn't notice on the first couple listens. It's great, dude. I love it. Me too. Uh, uh, Here we go. Jason. Jason's got a lot of questions, man. Has anybody ever refused to be a guest? Uh, No. I don't think so. we've, We've had... I've I have asked people that haven't responded. If I don't, that's not really a refusal. They just ignored it. <laughs> I've had those before, but I haven't had anybody flat out say, "Fuck no." Um, well, Riff kind of says that. Well, Riff Riff <laughs> ignores. I well, I would let you know if I got a fuck you from Riff. I would be okay with that. But no, I mean, no, she just doesn't respond, which yeah, is basically kind of the same thing. Dude, there's really only been, um, I can only think of like two people that, three people that haven't responded. Yeah. Like with nothing, you know? So, yeah. But we haven't asked everybody. Yeah, it's so. not like we're asking like big movie <laughs> stars or anything. We're, we're, everyone on our scene is pretty accessible. I will tell you that I've been trying to have Linda Ramone since we started, and she always sees the messages and never fucking responds. It's like, come on, go. this would be so great. Yeah. Then we would be respectful to her. Like, I don't have a problem with Linda. Uh, I'd have to have Seymour Stein, dude. How cool would that be? He'd probably I'd, say he probably would say no. <laughs> he's a <laughs> he's a you know old school record industry guy. So a podcast, he probably doesn't even know what a podcast is. Yeah. Um, Jason also asks, have either one of you ever been to the dummy room when it was open? Uh, he's talking about the record store in Chicago. I go, no. no. I never did. Nope. I would have loved it. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I like his next question. <laughs> will Jason Baygood, this is coming from Jason Baygood, will Jason Baygood ever shut up about the Misfits or Kiss? I hope uh, not, no. dude. I hope not. There's got to be somebody waving the flag, because both of those bands are super iconic. 
Yeah, but in punk rock, people are like, "Fuck Kiss," but man, Kiss was great. You know, I I like I like the Misfits and I like Kiss, but I honestly I'd rather talk about other things and either one of those bands just because they're so oh, they're, yeah, so, they're so mainstream. Both yeah. of them are mainstream to the core. Yeah, I mean, this group's more about you know Weasel and all that. But yeah, I like the Misfits. Love the Misfits. In fact, all the shit with Danzig, the early shit. And same with Kiss, Love Kiss. Like I said before, that was the band that turned me on to rock and roll when I was a fucking preschooler. Did I ever? <laughs> you know? Did I ever tell you the first cassette I ever stole was a Misfits cassette? Oh yeah, which one? Legacy? Um, nah, Plan Nine. That just uh. Oh, the the yellow and black the, like yeah collection I one. S- thing. I stole that cassette from an. I think it was an. Uh, Osco Drug in Madison. I think that was the store. Anyways, um, about 10 minutes after I did that, uh, somebody tried to abduct me. Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Yeah. I was walking on a highway home. What? And, yeah, I was walking on a highway. I had a skateboard, but I was, like, walking in the gravel on the side. It was, like, you know, from, like, one area. It was, like, maybe, like, a quarter mile and instead of walking through like the neighborhood, I just took the highway. Fuck it, you know. And uh, yeah, dude pulled up and fucking Ooh, tried to guy. get me. In his, yeah, tried to get me in the truck, and I took off running back. So if I would have ran forward, there's like this little wooded area where I used to play, oh. and I knew it. I knew it like the back of my hand, you know. Yeah. But instead, I ran back, back the other way, and I ran to this gas station. And um, yeah, that was pretty much the moment where. I never lived in Madison again. Well, I mean, as a kid, I, I went, I moved back there later on, but um, yeah, I ended up moving to Lacrosse because my dad lived here. So, yeah, <laughs> fucking misfits, dude, almost got me abducted. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. What I hate about that that particular cassette or record or CD, it's like there's no bass on it. Like I know, I know. Weird. When I listen to that now, yeah, it's. I don't have that same copy anymore. Like that static age sounds fantastic. Did you hear the shit that came later? There's no bass. I think Glenn like took it all out on purpose for that (laughs) release. You know, because he's like, fuck Jerry. All right. But anyways. Joe. How do you say Joe's last name? I don't know. Joe Kasifar. Joe Kasifar's in town. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. (laughs) Like the Dark Commissar. Joe Kasifar. Um, Joe wants to know who our... Uh, who's your favorite drummer to watch live? His favorite is, or are you saying Mike D. Krakus was amazing? I've never seen Mike play live. Me either, but yeah, he's awesome. Who is? I like the guy from the Mangies. I was gonna say he's fun to watch. Um, mm. I, I got to see Panic play a couple of times. Yeah, Panic's always great. Yep. I saw Hugh. Hugh was kind of cool to watch. I miss watching Brandon. Brandon was fucking great. And a cool guy to watch. Um, Speaking of Danzig, Chuck Biscuits was entertaining, Jason. (laughs) He was a great drummer. uh, I saw Marky play. That's cool. I saw Marky. I always thought Matt was great. Teen Idol's Matt Yonker, man. That guy was fucking awesome. Um, Uh... Never got to see Tommy Ramone. I would have loved to have seen nope. him play. Uh, Josh Freeze. I've I've saw, I've seen Josh Freeze play. He's very entertaining. Yeah, I remember uh, Josh he, played with you know uh, Westerberg and the Vandals and fuck, yeah. lots of people. 
So I remember uh, years and years ago, man, I, I went to a strung out show. The smugglers yeah. strung out and... Uh, smugglers and strung out together? Yeah. And somebody else. But anyways, uh, I was amazed watching that dude from Strung Out Drum because his shit, it sounds like he's playing double bass. I mean, you know how their drums are. Yeah. Yeah. And just watching him with his single foot just ripping shit up. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I, uh, uh, Paul number two from Boris the Sprinkler was always fun to watch. Yeah. Just because I've told you the stories before where he'd be watching a Packer game while he's playing. Yeah. Very, very entertaining. <laughs> that dude from and he's Social good. Pistons is badass. I don't know his name or anything, but that dude rips. Yeah. Dude from Teenage Bubblegums rips. Yeah, when I watched the, the 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 Pistons dude, like just on YouTube, I just you're almost looking to see how he's doing it. Like, is this <laughs> fake? It's real. It's, it's hard to believe he could do it, but yeah. Anyways, Bill Stevenson. Yeah. So there's a comment there about Bill Stevenson. Yeah, Bill is. Uh, I saw Bill. Bill? Play. Yeah, Bill a few times. Yeah, of course Ugh. he rips. Nick Noah says, "Tell them all, Mega Pop sucks." Mega Pop sucks. <laughs> Wait, isn't that his show? It's his show. Oh, okay, okay. I thought his show was pretty cool. It's got a new name then. It used to be Everyone's Core Radio, right? It used to be, yeah. He does like a lot of the same shit we do, so he picks a lot of cool bands. Kent Duffy. Will Punk Rock Reduno happen this year? I hope so, dude. I don't know. It doesn't look good. But I don't know. I'm not going to speak for them. I know that they want it to, and I know that they're going to do it if they can. Right. But uh, safety <laughs> is a huge thing. And, uh, of course, that area got uh, pretty much the brunt of, of all of it. So uh, I hope so, man. Yeah, I do too. I mean, yeah. it could happen later in the year if it had to, I bet. I mean, yeah, I don't know if they can change. I don't know if it goes that way, but yeah, I hope I think it'll happen. I do. Yeah, you know, Andrea didn't really when we talked to him, he didn't really say no, uh, but he, you know, he was kind of almost talking like he was really looking forward to next year. So I don't know, maybe. Who knows? Happens. We'll find out. I'm I'm Um, gonna stay positive with it. I think it'll happen. Uh, Dougie. Uh, says, how many times am I going to be in St. Louis before Jody finally decides to hang out? <laughs> you come now, dude. I don't have work now, so we probably could get <laughs> Every time that Dougie's in town, like he was here with Haley and the Crushers, I had to work. He was here the second time with them, I think, and I had to work. I, I mean, when you do what I do, you have to work all the nights that bands typically play, which, is, which sucks for me, but that's just the way it is. So I always yeah. have to miss shows or I have to miss work to go to a show and i try not to do that too much but right now wide fucking open dougie (laughs) and yeah well there you go uh vladimir wants uh once he says get argyle goolsby on air i don't even know who that is who's argyle goolsby argyle goolsby let's google it Google. <laughs> We're going to sound like a bunch of dumbasses here in a second. Google's Argyle Googlesby. Argyle. Ogle, Ogle, Oglethorpe. He's a singer for who? <laughs> uh, uh, Blitzkid? Nope. Eh, probably not. Is that, is that who he is, Blitzkid? It says Arthur Argyle Googlesby is an American singer, bassist, and songwriter. He's best known for being the lead vocalist, bassist, and co-founder of horror punk band Blitzkid. 
I'm not really into the horror punk thing. I like that old school Misfits, and as about as far else as I could go is maybe if you count the Groovy Ghoulies or yeah, don't count maybe the Independents. I don't really count them either. No. I just, I don't know. I, I It seemed like in the mid-90s all these like kids discovered the Misfits because of Hot Topic, and the next thing you know, there's all these like shitty horror punk bands. <laughs> they all think they're the misfits, dude. You're not even close. Yeah, I don't, I, I I, just, I don't think, I don't think I it's don't, gonna happen, Vladimir. Sorry, dude. Yeah, no offense to anyone who likes that kind of stuff. It's just not really I, our I thing. I don't even know if I've ever heard them. Our deal is we're never gonna have anyone on the show that we don't like. I mean, <laughs> I don't have anything against this Argyle Goolsby, but if I'm not a fan, I'm not interested <laughs> in interviewing you because I don't know anything to ask you. Yeah. You know what I mean? What are we gonna say to that guy? Hey, tell us about the band that you're in that we both kind of think suck. Dude, that's the worst thing about certain podcasts that I've heard, you know, when people, they, they don't know anything about the guy and they get him on and it's just like, what, what's the point, you know? <laughs> you got to have like, a little bit of wanna... knowledge so that way you have, you know what to ask. Yeah. So that was the questions, man. Some fun ones. Uh, yeah. Thanks for sending those in folks. That always gives us a little bit of fun. If you didn't hear the, uh, we had a mini soda a couple days ago. We answered the, we answered a few more of those. Yeah. Throughout. Those are pretty fun, man. There was a good time. So thanks so much, everybody. Totally. This is Phil McCracken, and this is the Dummy Room. The topic tonight for episode 103. Um, number one songs, we're calling it. Number one songs. So songs, she's the one, he's the one, I'm the one, I'm not the one, you're the one. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, a, it's like a clickbaity kind of title. If you title it number one songs, people are going to be like, these guys are talking about number one hit songs? What the yeah. fuck? Well, they should have been hits, dude. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of songs that are, there's you know. Sh- almost everybody has one. Dude, I, I kind of, I didn't cheat. But I didn't st- – not cheating at all, but I didn't stick with um, – I didn't go with just the number one. I – you know, like I didn't go with like uh, um, her only one yeah. from the Teen Idols. I went with songs that were like she's the one, he's the one, you're not the one, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, anything with so, one. Yeah, but I didn't do like uh, uh, One Step Beyond. Yeah. I didn't do that. You know, I just avoided I thought of it. that one, but it's – I didn't do one percent from the Jetty Boys, right? So I could have, I didn't. Yeah, so but I got a list with the the number one in it, and yeah, dude, yeah, it, it was fun as hell, man. Yeah, I it was got a some cool little idea. Yeah, so here we go. We got uh, number ones, top eleven number one songs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Here comes the top eleven. The top 11, top 11, top 11, here comes the top 11. These guys are 11. I got a band we've, I'm fairly positive we've never talked about on the show. Okay. Um, The Dops, she's the one. to be 
cool stuff from uh, from Ukraine, I think. I don't. Are you supposed to say Ukraine or is it the Ukraine? I think I think there's a reason why you can't say the. I don't know. I don't They're know. from Ukraine. Um, definitely children of the, uh, the Green Day sound, you know? I dig it. Cool. I mean, I like early Green Day and stuff, but these guys are like, yeah, you can tell that they took huge influence. Cool stuff, man. Yeah, we've never talked about them, but yeah, check them out. Got a lot of shit, dude. How long have they been around for? I don't, I don't know, but I was looking. Um, that's off. They, that, that's off their album called uh, "Panic Attacks." Okay. But it looks like they had something else from 2016. They've got, you know, some singles on Bandcamp and shit. But yeah, the the album "Panic Attacks" is, you know, it's pretty solid. I listened to it. It's from last year. Really? Um, I'll check yeah, it the, out. Yeah, the artwork was done by, this is how I found out about him, from uh, the dude from Flanders 72. He did the uh, album art. Oh, okay. So, yeah, cool. they, they kind of sound like Flanders 72. So if you know that band, they're definitely in that, um, you know, Green Day kind of, I don't want to say they sound just like Green Day, but you can tell they're fans. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. You know, it's not a knock at all, you know? Yeah. One of my favorite bands is the fucking Jetty Boys, and, you know, they definitely, <laughs> you know, have a tendency to uh, sound like them once in a while so here and there yeah sure what's your number 11 jyoti ah my number 11 is a a bit of a curveball i don't even not even exactly sure that it fits within our normal bubble framework oh shit (laughs) but metallica no (laughs) no (laughs) but this is the best song on this record in my opinion and i think you like it too and i don't give a fuck who says what i went with uh no one else by Weezer, dude. I love that song. My girl's got a big mouth with which she battles a lot. She has a most ever friend, whether it's funny or not. And if you see her, i 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that song, dude. That song fucking rules. It's the best Weezer song yeah. on the first album. Yeah, I don't listen to that. I haven't listened to that record in a while, so. You know what I think about Weezer a lot? If. This is a big if. But <laughs> imagine that Weezer didn't break on the radio. They didn't have Buddy Holly and they didn't have Say It Ain't So and the Sweater Song all over alternative radio every five seconds, right? Right. I think that this blue record would be ultra classic to people in our bubble. I, I mean, think it I is. I think it classic. is. I think a lot but imagine if it, it never became that radio hit and it was just some underground record that we all loved and your average douche didn't you know your frat boys no say it ain't so and yeah buddy holly you know what i mean imagine if it was just like an underground record how much more people would just be like this is the greatest shit ever you know they yeah i wonder if they wouldn't have tried to change too because they tried to get they tried to do metal for a while you know they, well, they acted like they were big metal dudes and that, fuck that shit well dude. once you're that big and you have some fucking corporation calling the shots for you it's not really their fault that's what i mean same thing happened to green day the same happens to all those bands yeah i know i like when bands don't change dude we know right? that yeah obviously i mean, I mean even, a band can change i guess but as long as it's not you know if a band tries to drop a fucking ska album or go metal i'm done <laughs> you know so you're saying in the new Philip Hill project comes out and he's scanning it up. You're not going to well, dig on it. No, dude, he's going metal. He's got that big oh, yeah, that's right. double he bass is going drum metal. set. <laughs> no, Phil ain't going to let us down. No, obviously not. But yeah. All right. So Weezer on a list in the demi room. Fuck yeah. My number 10, I got to go with Nikki and the Corvettes. You're the one.
got to have this song on there. I love this song. Straight up, you know, kind of just rock and roll. Every time I hear this band, I think this was the, uh, this is like the blueprint for the Donnas. Totally. You know? Totally. Just, uh, you know, they're, they're like, uh, the Donnas were Nikki and the Corvettes just, you know, with more gain. <laughs> <laughs> so great backups. Yeah, cool band. Oh, I, yeah. I like that album a lot, you know? I just, I don't listen to it that much, but the song always stuck out a little bit. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I don't think they come up very much around here either for whatever reason. I don't know reason. if we've ever talked about them. It's crazy. Yeah, so we got the Dops, Weezer, Nikki and the Corvettes. <laughs> and my number 10 is <laughs> The Tattletales, a new one. Back to the times when it felt like a new one. good one dude i like that song i love how it starts all right number nine i had to go with um shonen knife doing my favorite ramon song she's the one holy shit yeah dude her vocals on this song they're so cute and just like so perfect for this (laughs) i love it dude i wasn't gonna put you know, the Ramones got the, the honorary pass for this one just so I could squeeze more on there. But yeah, yeah shown a knife rules and, um, you know, a sack of Ramones, right? Totally. Uh, they do it good, man. It's, it's fun to hear those songs done just a little bit different. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Shown a knife was meant. They were born to play Ramone songs. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I love it. Wasn't gonna, yeah, I didn't, I don't know. I mean, that's, Song-wise, it's possibly the best song on my list. 
um, by the Ramones, you know. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, but what you got, man? For my number nine, I went with One More Time, dude, Jagger Holly. It's on the bigger list, but like I said, I left all those off. I left all the non so and so's the one songs. Gotcha. So yeah. Yeah, man. Love that song though. So my number eight, uh well let's keep going with Jay. I got Johnny Three doing He's Not the One. Just 
classic J. Yeah, totally. Great chorus, dude. Um, this is probably the most Jagger sounding Johnny Three tune there was. You know, this this was one that I wouldn't. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if like it showed up on a future Jagger album or something. You know? Yeah, comes did back that around. before. You know? Yeah, he did it with that of... international love song. Yeah. I could see him doing this too. I love this one. This is probably the best Johnny Three song. Definitely one of them. Yeah, love it. Good job, Jay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so for my number eight, I got new one by the copyrights. Chicago 7-inch. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's a good record, dude. Oh, yeah, definitely. Seven. Number seven? I had to go with uh, Teenage Bottle Rocket. She's not the one. She's not the one. Oh, oh, oh. 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 She's not the 
favorite like ray tbr song yeah it's got to be my favorite ray song but um hmm. i fucking love it dude it's a simple same thing over and over dumbed down pop punk brilliance man <laughs> absolutely yeah. hands down my favorite ray song hmm. so, yeah i was debating on a lillington song and i didn't want to i didn't want to have them both on there you know redundancy i don't know those i don't know i try to keep them separated so uh all right man what do you got for number seven number seven i have the leftovers doing uh you're the only one
song. Love that little like whatever that is at the beginning, like a synth or whatever. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Number six, uh, the accelerators. You're the one. love this band the more i listen to uh like the accelerators and the bat bites you know i totally hear lone wolf trying to come through yeah because they're, they're both like pop punk bands but they're both like just different enough to where you know lone wolf coming out of those two bands just made sense <laughs> totally yeah fucking great song just a little bit different the vocals sound cool that guy's got a it's a little bit different voice you know it's unique and um, yeah, it's perfect, man. Yeah. I don't listen to that band enough. I've been listening to them more, you know, but um, yeah, dig them. That's what's up. All right, so we're at six, right? Six, number six. I got the Apers. You know what song? Probably don't you? Can you figure it out? Uh, geez, I didn't even let me think. Apers won't won't be the one. Nope. No. Jesus Christ. Can't even think of another Apers one. What do you got? One million love songs.
has been writing about the same There's been too much I love you It's so so fucking lame Well you've heard I'm on I guess Yeah you know I'm on it's true That's why I never write you on To try and get this message through I love you, I want you, I need you, I care These words are all empty It doesn't seem fair we talk about them that much they were fucking phenomenal i seen somewhere that marine was gonna do like uh like the apers tree yeah did you see that he was gonna make I like one of those cool lists about it. i haven't seen it though i haven't seen it either but he was gonna do one and i've seen those before for like the descendants and shit like you know all the bands that are connected right um yeah i don't think the you know the the apers one isn't that big but still it'd be kind of interesting to see yeah i'd love, love to all see those like bands <laughs> Number five. What you got? Uh, dude, I had to go. Uh, oh, I couldn't. I couldn't leave the song off. I want. I want to be the one with you. Bat bites. <laughs>
fucking bad bites, dude. I'll admit it. I, every time I talk about them, they're like my biggest whiff ever. <laughs> I do remember saying, man, I love the bad bites. And you were like, yeah, all right. Dude. But it was only because you hadn't heard the fucking self-titled yet. For some reason, Creatures of the Night, that record, didn't grab me. Yeah, same. And then, um, I don't know, I didn't give the other one a chance. And then when I finally did, it was like, this is fucking band rules. Yeah. Yeah. This song, though, this is a fucking hit, dude. Absolutely. Um, I wasn't going to leave it off this list. I don't care if we played it before or talked about them. Her voice is fucking amazing, and the, the dual guitar thing in the in the middle is fucking killer, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll admit it. I fucking I blew it, <laughs> it happens, on that dude. band. But I'm making up for it by talking about them more than any other podcast there you does. Go. Yeah, even the titty song. <laughs> Nothing wrong with titty songs. Do you remember that when I, yeah, I was I at that school? <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. I miss those days. Yeah. It'll come <laughs> back around, man. I met a dude today at a school. His wife, um, she's actually a nurse for a different school district in the area. Yeah. And she got... She got, uh, you know, coronavirus, and she oh, almost no. died. Damn. She was, she was like hospitalized for like a week. Really. And he told me she, he didn't think she was gonna make it. She was a, she was a cancer survivor, so like she was high risk anyways. Yeah. But yeah, apparently it was. He was, he was pretty nervous, you know. So. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like yeah, it was it was a bad time. So you know you can't see them. You know they're in the hospital. You can't see them. You know. Yeah. Until it pulls through. So, yeah, that was weird. So he was filling me in on some of that stuff. Like, you know, I'm like, well, how did it start for her, you know, and that kind of shit. So How did it start for her? He t- he told me that, okay, so she has, she has like bad allergies. They both do. So she had like a dry cough. Yeah. And they just, you know, it's that season, you know, it's nice out. You start opening the windows. Um, and then she got like, uh, like sinus issues, you know? Oh, man. And so, but that wasn't anything abnormal for them this time of year. Just so it happens, you know? Yeah. I've been and going through that. Just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then it just got worse to the point where, like, it was like the next day, you know, bad fever, chills, shit, you know? Wow. And, um, yeah, he, he said it was really, really bad. So she was quarantined in their in their bedroom for, like, four or five days. And then him and the kids were quarantined in the house for seven days. She ended up, she was a nurse, so she had, like, the oxygen monitor and shit. And um, she didn't go to the doctor because apparently um, it wasn't low. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, in a a bad spot. So she ignored it. I mean, she, she quarantined herself, but she ignored going to the hospital until she just couldn't take it anymore. And, yeah, and then they kept her for, like, another week. Damn. But she's doing okay now, though? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like she she cool. came through and and everything's good and they declared him and the and the kids to positive. They never tested, but they declared him positive with no symptoms. Hmm. And they so now they say that they've they've built up some immunity to it. I don't know if that's true, but yeah. Yeah, he was telling me, dude, he's like nothing kills this thing. It's, you know, Lysol doesn't kill it. Hand sanitizer doesn't fucking do it. Wow. You know, it's like bleach or peroxide to clean everything with that. I'm like well, you're not going to wash your hands with fucking bleach, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah but he but... didn't He didn't get it. He was number six, so. Wow. 
Yeah, but it was a, it was a yeah, it was just kind of cool to talk to somebody about that that's really gone through it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it scares the shit out of me, dude. Anyways, <laughs> talk about it. I'm tired yeah. of fucking even. Yeah, I hear you, man. Sorry. What's your number five? My number five is uh, you're the only one beating termites. <laughs> Like the second one that came to came to my head when I started doing this. That's like one of my favorite termite songs. Yeah, it's one of the greatest. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that all worked out. Love it, dude. Oh yeah. Classic. Number four for me, I had to go I had to go with I'm the one, descendants. Okay, okay. Sympathy. 
crappy descendants yet like tough as nails sounding dude <laughs> yeah oh that that album was just kicked everything's ass it really you did know, man 90, 96 was it 96 it was yeah 96 yeah Dude, I remember, I, I think I've told this story before, but I I was at the grocery store, <laughs> and um, I used to look through, like, magazines, you know? Like, yeah. whatever, like, like whatever magazines they had there, like, maybe Thrasher or something. And I think I saw it, it was, like, on the back cover of a Thrasher. Just the, you know, Descendants, Everything Sucks, the cover, and it said, New Album Coming or something like that, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, holy fuck. And I remember I was, I don't know like where I went, but I called um, that night. I called the dude, my, my friend Steve, who runs the, the venue here, the All Ages venue, the warehouse. I called him up and I told him, I was, I don't know why, but he told me that night, he's like, yeah, I just booked him wow. for like the first show back, you know, the first like club show or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, you know. So, but I remember when I got that record, it was like, <laughs> you know, it kicked ass, man. Yeah, it did, The production man. was so good. Because that, that was always the knock on the Descendants, right, for me? Right. I mean, the, the old stuff was so good. But, you know, they had production. The 80s was a little, little And even All. Like, All's production, the early All production stuff, like, it was even worse than the Descendants, you know? <laughs> yeah. That later All shit rocked, you know? Oh, totally. Pummel and breaking things that sounded Mass good narrator but sounds great too yeah but everything sucks just fucking slayed everything that came out in that time pretty much yeah especially the guitar so, tone the guitar yeah unreal. Well, the drums i mean yeah, i mean everything about it and hearing milo again just everything about it just yeah that was like peak milo too it fucking you know? ruled yeah that band i mean that all four of those dudes can play I mean, you can't say that you, yeah. know, you lose one of those guys and the, the band isn't the same. You know, you're not replacing Carl <laughs> or Bill. No. It's not happening. You could replace Milo, you know, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But not sort of. not as descendants, of course. No. But um, yeah, so that was my number four. Great song. Fantastic song. I want to get a Descendants on here. I want to get one of those guys. Too, man. That's one of our <laughs> bucket lists. They, they have... They have not said no to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for my number four, the Yum Yums, dude. I want to be the one. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. I'm 
dude, there's another one I got. That song is just like really good. It's just one uh, of those songs. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that it, if that dude. song would have came out at the right time here in the states, it could have been like a should have been a hit, huge hit. Yeah, like I don't know, like they're a band that I think could have come way ahead of you know like in the the 80s almost you know like yeah. a big power pop band charged up they could have ruled the fucking world but they could have come out in like the early 90s too early 90s too and come or out with a like weezer a, and or that like wave of blink and all that shit if they were if mm. that song would have hit the that those kids they would have loved it you know i don't know i mean they were around but i don't know well, they not just this needed song that. though you know what i mean Songs about rules, 10 dude. years later yeah yeah fucking yummy i'm so good dude yummy <laughs> yeah so my number three i had beat nick termites you're the only one okay yeah um it could have been number one i know it's so good <laughs> it is really great yeah the video have you ever seen the video for that song it's pretty think funny. So, Pat man. is like completely like jamming out. I don't think I've seen that, man. What the yeah, hell? It's pretty cool. I'll have to look that up. Like a black and white video. Uh, well, maybe I have. I think I have seen. I might have. I don't know. I love it, man. Great song. All right. So for my number three, I had uh, "I'm Not the One." Teen Idols. Teen Idols. Last night I saw you crying. I got that one too <laughs> nice. coming up <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean that's a fucking great song i thought about so one cool. pill but i like how i'm not the one starts yeah is that is that number is that your number three yes okay so teen idols uh is my number two yeah what a great yeah. song um that's funny because not my number two is i'm the one descendants really so the t- are we have the same top four 
Uh, yeah, I got descendants, so. termites. I, I got okay. Yam Yams, idols, descendants, and I haven't revealed my number one yet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, yeah, Teen Idols is my number two. I'm okay. not the one. Um, it's Teen Idols. Always sounds so fucking big. Yeah. You know? Uh, super catchy. Uh, loud you know they always sound like you just got to turn it up loud vocals are are the shit as usual great banger dude oh yeah so now it brings us down to our number ones so our number ones is it the queers is it the mangies is it who you got me i got the yum yums dude i want to be the one oh okay yeah, that's I'm why confused. we had the like. Okay. Your last four were like my top four. So, right. so my number one isn't the same. She's the one, dude. Ramones. Oh yeah. This is like the best song ever. Absolutely, it's the best Ramon song, um, but I felt I, I cheated on it's that. A little, you know, that's, you know. that's honorary. I knew you'd probably have it, so right. if we we're safe. If you didn't say it, I'd feel bad. But yeah. I had it. I just had uh, I had the yeah. cool Japanese chicks singing it instead. Right on. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But yeah, it's such one, a of the, one of the greatest burn. songs ever fucking written, dude. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, you can't really beat it. Yeah, that 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 would have been my number one. Um, I went with Yum Yums, you know. Nobody does it like the Yum Yums, that style of music, so. Yeah. Yeah, Ramones started it, dude. And, I mean, without the Ramones, obviously, we don't have any of this shit. Yeah, probably not. Uh, the Yum Yums, they, they, you know, all these bands, like Teen Idols, obviously, they don't sound like the Ramones, you know, they just super fast. Um, 
they all took they all took a uh, you know they all went to Ramon's school and um you know some of them did better than others i guess you know right um honorary mentions yeah what do you got i got a bunch dude. I do too, dude. Um, <laughs> there's so I, many I, here, here's some that i really wanted to have on the list that would have made it that kind of fit you know i did you're the one whatever um i had uh the only one by the huntingtons classic great yeah uh i had you're the only one by cj yeah, Love that song. I thought about that one today too. Um, I wanted to use uh, "Could You Be the One" by Husker Du. Um, "You're the Only One" by Mr. T. Experience. Yeah, I like that song. It's not my favorite, you know. So. I love that one. Um, the Wimpies, she's the one. And then um, there's a band called Blue from Japan. That song called "You're You're Not the Only One." I love that song. Um, what do we got? Uh, so then some other ones, Riverdale's Werewolf One. Yeah. <laughs> Love that one. One Step Beyond by Weasel, number one by The Queers. Right. Uh, CJ had One More Chance, One High, One Low, One of Those Nights by The Windowsill, Ooh. One for the Road, Travolta's, yeah. number one by The Yum Yums. I, yeah. You know. I had uh, almost all of those as well. One More Megabyte from The Toy Dolls. I like that song. I think the only ones that I have that you haven't already said that we neither one of us used was uh, uh did you say you're the only one Lillingtons? You, I thought you would definitely have that. I, I you know what I I think it was it's, I love that song. I just I know we've talked about it before. I know it's Multiple been on. Times, we've sure. probably played it a couple times on future past so. shows. Yeah, definitely. I, I went with I went with she's not the one yeah. instead. I didn't want to have. I hear you. Well, you know, sometimes it's nice it to play. Like mix it up. everybody, everyone who listens to this shit, they all love the Lillingtons. Like Cody's like, he's like, he's like right below, you know, Vapid and Ben, you know, I think he's fucking right legend there with them. Yeah. So it's nice to kind of, you know, I, I talked about the Dops, you know, people might go check them out now. They'd be great. Accelerators I, in the Bat Bites. Those two bands can't get enough attention. True. You know, so a couple that you didn't mention, uh, you're the one to blame, dude. Intruder. I I thought about your eyes one more time by Tough, but since we just did that damn minisode and I played it, I figured we'll leave that yeah. one off of this one. Dude, one of the best songs ever. Doesn't fit the bubble, but I think most people listening probably do like at least this album. But man, beautiful ones by Prince.
did forget uh um one more round by the 20 belows yeah it's a good one i like that song a lot man i like that band dude yeah, i think cool. we talked about them on the minisode right yeah yeah i think so and they were our numeric winners yeah i had uh no one cares why should i the gamuts oh yeah red cross has one chord progression that's a good one one more day jagger holly i went with the other one instead yeah uh, one time only dwarves is pretty sweet uh, McCracken's had that uh, Someday One Day song Not one of my big faves or anything 
uh, MTX had the uh, thank you for not being one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Cheating, man. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, it was a fun list, dude. It was, it was, uh, like I said, you know, you, you start making that list and then it's like, oof, you know, there's a lot of them. Man. How do I, how do I do this? You know, so I, I, I kind of wanted to go that so-and-so is the one route because it, it helped me narrow it down. You know, yeah. it always comes down to, yeah, you can throw a couple of, uh, you know, different ones out there, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you're not going to leave off like teen idols or because you want to fit something weird on you know yeah uh, yeah i'm the same way a lot of times like if i i know we've been like just like that tough song i knew we just played it last week i'm not going to put it on the list because yeah the, the songs that we list are the ones we have to choose to play you know what i mean yeah what i've kind of discovered is that i i you know i i put like you know johnny three on this list and it's like i'm not taking that fucking song off i think it's just as good as you know that uh you know the lillingtons you you know you're the only one you know yeah i think it's just as good as that you know i i i, I put that dude up there with cody any day yeah you know? oh, yeah as fuck yeah man i mean he, that guy can write songs as good if not better <laughs> you yeah. know songs i mean i love Jagger Holly and Spastic Hearts. I, I put them right up there. So to put Johnny Three on a list like this, that's not really weird for us at this point, you know? No, not for us. We probably talk about them more than Lillington's anyways. So. <laughs> Lillington's, <laughs> it just kind of goes without saying. They're one of the greats. Yeah. yeah, so that was pretty fun. Do we have anything else? So I do have one more thing to add to this episode. Um, found out today that a guy that I used to know died. Oh, no. Um, and I've, I've talked about him on the show before. Um, real briefly, his name is Travis Nelson. Um, Travis used to play in a couple Wisconsin bands, but he was in a he was in a band from Madison called Quencher. And um, Quencher played up here a couple of times. Cool guy. Uh, I remember being a Kiss fan in high school. I'm a punk rock dude, and I loved I loved Kiss, but I you know sort of in the closet Kiss fan because Kiss wasn't cool then, you know, and. Uh, and this dude showed up to, uh, I think they played, I think the first time I saw them, they were opening for, um, God, I think they opened for Super Chunk and Peg Boy. Oh, wow. Or it was the Dead Milkman. I, they opened like one of the, a big show back in the day. I don't remember which one, but he showed up wearing his fucking Kiss hat, you know? So me and Travis, we, we talked about Kiss. You know, we had a nice chat about Kiss, and then I saw him again, and we, you know, we were talking about, you know, his favorite album was Destroyer, and I was like, "Fuck no, dude," <laughs> you know, <laughs> "Dress to Kill" or whatever, you know, and we, yeah. you know, it was just fun talk, and um, yeah, so I found out today through a through a Rebnorb Facebook post that uh, yeah, that he died, and I wasn't even aware that he played in this other band called the Cool Hand or the Cool Hand Band. I'd heard of them, I didn't realize he was even in that band but um yeah i looked it up dude he was i don't know how he died it didn't say but well yeah anyways um rest in peace rest just in peace. wanted to mention that i know that i know there's a few listeners from wisconsin here so they probably have uh you know come across travis in the past i think he might have moved to austin but that was a while he might have come back i'm not sure but yeah you know he's not to go out on a, on a sad note or anything but uh cool guy uh you know 
Quencher was a pretty cool band. I saw him a few times. I saw him play with. Uh, I actually saw him open for No Empathy and the Smoking Popes down in Madison. Right on. Yeah. Well, our condolences to his friends and family, and uh, yeah. rest in peace. Hey, everybody! This is Mass Georgie of Squirt Gun, Screeching Weasel, X Common Rider, X your mom's favorite band, and you're listening to the Dummy Room. I was thinking of adding in some movies to our fun tonight. Okay. Of like she's the one movies, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, but I couldn't find enough of them. I didn't have enough time, you know. But yeah, um, what you got though? Well, I got. I don't know if you ever saw she's the one. I never saw it. I don't think it's I like, have. It's a it's a ro- it's a romance. They're calling it a a rom a rom a rom com. Is that what they call those now? Romantic comedy. They call them a rom com. Sounds like a that's just like Porno, an abbreviation, you know? right? Like a rom-com, you know? <laughs> Ram-cam. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I never saw it. There was one movie called... Um, oh, what was it? No, I was thinking something else. I don't know. But yeah, yeah it was sort of a thing that I didn't have time to time to go on, so I didn't. Yeah. What, what else you got? So I got this idea. Let's try this... Uh quarantine trivia game and oh, the no. topic this time is a uh, 90s music trivia and i'm sure there's nothing about our kind of shit so because i just pulled this off the interweb you want to try it let's do it okay so in 1999, who had a number one hit on the Billboard Hot 100 with Genie in a Bottle? Christina Aguilera. Yes, Christina Aguilera. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. <laughs> I like that, man. Do that again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. Totally, 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 totally. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a genie in a bottle, baby. Totally, totally. You know, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> I remember that song because I was I was going to a Kiss convention in Philly. Remember I was telling you about that? Yeah. It was right when that song was big. So I'm I'm driving out there, and I remember you know every once in a while you just you're driving somewhere else. You just put on the radio to see if you can find any cool stations. And it was like, every time I did it, it was like every other channel had that fucking song on there. I'll never forget. I hated it, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible, but yeah. Uh... I remember driving through Indiana one time and coming across a station that was playing uh, uh, Cindy's on Methadone. Really? I was like, whoa. Like a college station or something? Yeah, some college station. And uh, yeah, and then I remember coming back. I tried to find it and I couldn't, you know. But, but that wakes you up, dude. When you're wa- when you're driving and you screeching weasel comes on the radio, <laughs> that gets your attention. That, yeah, I was gonna say that's that's pretty rare, actually. So I nailed Christina Aguilera. What else you got? Ooh, you nailed Christina Aguilera. You might want to get tested. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't working out. That's okay. I found some. Some 80s movie quiz stuff. Let me throw you a couple real quick. Yeah, I'm down. And they're fucking hard, dude. 
I probably don't okay. know anything. I don't know much about movies. Okay. We'll, we'll, I'll um, do it, though. That'll be fun. Which weapon is used to kill Yvette in Clue? Is it the candlestick, the rope, the lead pipe, or the revolver? Mm, the candlestick. That's that's your guess? I guess so. I don't fucking know, dude. Okay. I'm submitting that. Oh, it's one of those kind. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we'll find well, out. We'll do it together then. Okay. A joint I, I don't effort. know. Yvette was the, the maid, though. Okay. So. Um, she got killed by the meat late at night in the sheets. I, well, I was I was thinking, I was leaning towards the pipe on that for <laughs> some similar joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, 14. Killed by the pipe in the bedroom. <laughs> um, killed by the plumber who was laying some pipe. There you um, go. 14. How much does Hans Gruber intend to steal in Die Hard? 620 million, 630 million, 640, or 650? Hmm. I would assume that it would be like 650. Yeah, like a round, more round number. Yeah, well, and let's the most. go with that. This will be cool because then we can just do this and I'll cut the rest of that shit. Okay. Uh, number 13. <laughs> what, is the, <laughs> what is the name of the TV food critic in Mystic Pizza? Hungry, <laughs> Hungry Pen, the food expert, Creme de Cuisine, or Everyday Gourmet? I don't know how the fuck I would know. You would know this. It's Creme de Cuisine. Okay. I, I, I have no guessing. idea. I've actually, I don't know. I, I think I've seen that movie, but it sucked. What movie was um, it in? Mystic Pizza. I've seen it's it, like those... but I have no idea. I would just guess yeah, it's that. Like, it's, it's like Julia Roberts and that chick who was uh, in Say Anything, like that's the crazy chick that sang Joe Lies When He Cries. <laughs> I don't know her name. Yeah. It's, I can't remember her name. What, uh, 12. During dinner in the Temple of Doom. In... Hello? Nate? Did I lose you, dude? What the fuck? All right, number 12, uh, during dinner in the Temple of Doom, an anecdote mentions that Indiana Jones was accused of being a grave robber in which country? Honduras, Belize, Costa Rica, or Panama? I'm going to say Costa. Panama. I don't know. I I was going to say Belize, but are you a big Indiana Jones guy? I am, but I I don't know the answer. I mean, I love those movies, especially when I was a kid. I even had a bullwhip, and I whipped this dude like, right in the face with it, man, and left this big... Nice. Man, I was in trouble for <laughs> I got grounded for that. That kid was fucked up. <sighs> um, I was just, like, playing around and acting like I was going to whip him, and he got too close, and I whipped it right in the face. Wapa! He cried like geez. a little bitch. I mean, we were little kids, but I felt terrible. <laughs> I'm so sorry, he ran home crying, and then I got home, and his mom called my mom, and my mom was like, 
why would you whip some kid in the face? <laughs> I was like, I wasn't trying to. It was a friend of mine, too, <laughs> so it wasn't just like some random kid. It was a student. <laughs> He's dead now of heroin. Uh, sometimes I feel responsible. Maybe if I hadn't whipped him in the face, he would have turned out differently. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he was going to turn out how he's going to turn out. But yeah, man, I fucking bull whipped some dude right in the fucking face and it cut his face and everything. <laughs> it's not something you want to fuck with. All, it's all Indiana Jones' Damn. fault. Because at like Six Flags, like the amusement park or whatever, they sell. They used to sell those bull whips. I was like, oh my God, I got to have a bull whip. Indiana Jones! I used to take it to the playground and whip it onto the monkey bars and swing across and shit. I was out of control. When I was a little kid, I used to go to this. They, they, we had like a some weird ass like surplus store in my town. Yeah. And um, I was a big Rambo dude, you know. Oh fuck yeah, first, me too. First blood, and I got one of those fucking big knives with, with like the, the compass, compass on the yeah. end. In that yeah, like, I, the wire that you're supposed to cut down a tree yeah, with. Yeah, I got all that <laughs> shit. It was like camouflage, but it was a legit fucking like it probably like eight, nine inch, ten inch fucking blade. Yeah. Like, yeah, my parents let me have that. Yeah, mine like, too. I would never let my kids have that, you Fuck know? Fuck no. I was like seven or eight, man. I used to run around <laughs> in fields with that thing, like Rambo. I could have yeah. fell and impaled myself so many times. Yeah. It's insane. Different time. Yeah. Uh, number 11. Which test did Ferris miss on his day off? Mid- <laughs> <laughs> medieval archaeology, European socialism, postmodern literature, or animal biology? I'm pretty sure it's European socialism. I think so too. I just watched that like a week ago. I've been pouring through old movies. I watched Footloose. I watched Ferris. I watched fucking The Legend of Billy Jean. I had forgotten nice. that Christian Slater was in that. He's such a little yeah. bitch boy in it too. A few weeks ago, um, I, uh, me and Lily sat down to watch Ferris. You know, she'd never seen it. Yeah, it's just me and her. We made it through like you know maybe a half hour of it. She was like just glued to it dude that's awesome and she ended up i think she ended up watching the rest of it on her own i'm not even sure but yeah and now she's been a pain in the ass so maybe <laughs> you get a little ferris, ferris on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah number 10 we got a little uh we got a little beverly hills cop okay. uh what is the name of cocaine the art <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> don't don't be putting no banana in my tailpipe uh what is the name you of know the he art... wanted axel's banana <laughs> straight in his tailpipe <laughs> repeatedly um, what what is the, what is the name of the art gallery clerk who can't pronounce axel foley's name serge laurent manny or jose i think it's serge i think it's serge too that sounds familiar it was like the dude from the that show with like cousin larry you know that show oh yeah uh, perfect strangers yeah yeah balky <laughs> fucking balky <laughs> <laughs> yeah remember their girlfriends yeah. Yeah, they weren't getting those girls. No, the one dude dressed like Richard Simmons. <laughs> That's my memory of him. <laughs> uh, number nine. Where do Freddie and Alan pretend to be from during the finale of Splash? Germany, Finland, Norway, or Sweden? I have no idea. Let, I don't. So, I don't. Say I'm gonna Sweden, say Sweden. But what do you Sweden? say? What do you think? I was gonna. I was gonna say Finland. Let's go with that. Finland, like mermaid. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't that's, know. Yeah, that's just corny enough. That's probably what it is. Corny enough. Yep. Um, number eight. <laughs> Which one of these isn't a player in Field of Dreams? So isotopes. Here we go. Chuck, 
Gandil, Swede Risberg, uh, Eddie Cassodi, Cobain, Co- Eddie, Eddie Cobain, that's <laughs> Eddie the choice. Kick Adi, I don't know how to say it, but whatever. Or Steve Easton, I don't have a fucking clue, dude. I, I don't, don't even know how to say have a clue half of either, man. Just let's let's go one. with Eddie Cobain. Yeah, Eddie Cobain for the win. <laughs> Seven. What is the? I think you'll get this one. What is the unsuccessful chat-up line Tony uses on a girl at the beach? We're talking uh, Scarface. Is that uh, where he's like, this dick is not going to suck itself? <laughs> uh, want to have some fun with my friends and me? Want to have cigars with my friend and me? Want to have some cocktails with my friend and me? Or want to have some ice cream with my friend and me? I think it's when he pulls his dick out and he's like, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think it ha- actually was the ice cream thing, though. When okay. they're like out there on the beach. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, all right. Uh, where is the Zoltar machine found at the end of Big? <laughs> Battery Park, Sea Point Park, uh, Riverside Park, or Riverbank State Park? I have I no idea. I think it's Sea Point. That's what I would probably say. I don't think it was Battery Josh, Park. Josh Baskin. Um, oh, cool. Here we go. What is the first question in the sex quiz in 16 Candles? Have you ever touched it? Have you ever done it? Does he, uh, does he know that you want him to do it with him? Or do you think about doing it often? Dude, these are fucking hard questions. What was the second one? Have you ever uh, done it? I think that. Have was you what ever it was. done it? That's what I would say. What would you? Ever, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I think so. You know what's you next I, on, a, on a upcoming episode? We'll take one of those like cosmopolitan quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh... Um, number four, little ET action. Okay. Uh, when Elliot's brother is trying to discount what Elliot saw, what does he not list? Alligator. Iguana, stray dog, or deformed kid? <laughs> uh, what was the first one? Alligator. The second Alligator, one? iguana, stray it... dog, or deformed kid? I think stray dog. Stray dog. Okay, I have no idea, dude. I, watched, I started remember. to watch uh, yesterday. I started to watch Mac and Me with my kids. Oh yeah. I hadn't seen that for a long time, but it's on. <laughs> it's on whatever. Tubi app. You know, Tubi. I saw that post you had about the Tubi, so I've been checking it out too. <laughs> See that queer shit on there? Yeah. I've been watching that shit for a while, but like, you know, they always add new docs on there and shit. So I was like checking it out last Friday. I was like, fucking queers. Nice. Yeah. I was watching the that Stevie Ray Vaughan one this afternoon. Oh, uh, yeah. I've seen that on there, but uh, I don't like Stevie Ray Vaughan, dude. Oh, man. He's a fucking ripper from hell. Yeah, got to be oh, the best guitar player that like, he might ever... be the best guitar player, but man, his music's fucking boring. Yeah, I find myself just kind of waiting around for the solo every time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But then when that happens, I'm always just like, God damn, dude! It's kind of like watching Ingwe Malmsteen play, <laughs> except ten it's times like, cooler. It, it, his his music sucks, but it, it is kind of fascinating to watch his fingers. Yeah. Uh, number three, what is? Dana's surname in Ghostbusters: Stenmore, Watkins, Andrews, or Barrett. That's easy. I don't even know it. Barrett. Okay. Dana Barrett. We'll go with that. That sounds right. Uh, 
Number two, we got some Breakfast Club. What is the name of the shop on the bag in which Andrew keeps his lunch? Is it Happy Foods, Hungry Town, Food Shopper, or Valley Eats? God, I don't remember, dude. I don't even remember. I remember the bag, but I thought it was just a brown bag. So that's so. Kind of have a recollection. It must be a Mandela uh, effect. Um, I don't know. Like, what sounds cool? I think uh, I think Hungry Town kind of sounds cool. Hungry Town, let's go to Hungry Town. Right on. Um, all right, number one. Which of these isn't a business in Hill Valley, circa 1955? Uh, Armstrong Realty, Roy's Records, Broadway Florist, or Gainer's Hideaway? First one. <laughs> I have no idea, dude. First I've seen one sounds all these unreal. I've seen that movie a hundred fucking times. I can't believe it. Yeah. All right, man. Um, so what do you got? It tabulates them up for us. We'll see how we did. Yep. So here we go. You know, we're when we're taking an online quiz together. Yeah. Episode 103. We've officially ran out of ideas. <laughs> okay. That's pretty fun, though. All right. So uh, number well, I'm going to go. I'll go in the order we did them. I did them 15 to 1. I did them backwards. So, right. Uh, Yvette was not killed with the candlestick. It was the rope. Hmm. Um, Hans Gruber, he was looking for 60 or 640 million. So, too wrong. <laughs> um, Mystic Pizza was the everyday gourmet. We got that one wrong. So we haven't gotten uh, anything right yet. Uh, uh, no, Indiana Jones. He uh, was a grave robber in Honduras, God not Costa it, Rica. Uh, we nailed uh, European socialism. That's what Ferris missed. Okay. Uh, we got Serge right. Serge was the guy, the okay. art gallery clerk. Okay. Uh-huh. Anna in his tailpipe. Um, uh, dude, uh, it was Sweden. It wasn't Finland. You had uh, it. Oh man. Um, Eddie Cobain was not right. It's Steve Easton. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. Uh, you did get the ice cream. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tony. Tony. Uh, what's his last name in that movie? Montana. Montana. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Sea Point Park for Big was right. Okay. Okay. Oh, we got the sex question wrong. It was, have you ever touched it? Hmm. I wonder if you um, have. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, Elliot's brother it was Stray Dog. We got that one right. Okay. Um, Dana Barrett, we got that one right. Ooh, it was Happy Foods, not Hungry Town. Damn. And we fucked up the uh, Back to the Future. It was uh, uh, Broadway Florist was the answer. So, hmm. so we got a total of doesn't even tell me six out of fifteen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get half, dude. It's a fail. Yeah, they were hard, weren't they? Like usually those those quizzes are kind of easy, you know. Yeah. These are like who the fuck? I mean, who the fuck would know what you know? Happy Foods was on the bag. I've seen that movie more than any other movie, and I didn't know that. Right. So. Hmm. It is what it is, man. 
It was still fun. But it's I think fun. it's about time. We gotta get out of here, huh? Yeah, I suppose. It's pretty late, dude. Yeah. We pulled a double um, header here in the night, so that's cool. Double header's cool. You know you know what next week is, dude? No. International Ramones Day. Oh yeah, that's right. Cool. It's actually uh next Thursday, so um spoilers. <laughs> next week's gonna be something to do with the Ramones. There you go, dude. Maybe we finally get Riff. Maybe we get Riff, maybe we get Marky. Maybe we can see more Stein. I bet we could get Monty. Maybe we can get CJ maybe. to come back. I actually I actually have a um I have a fun idea for next week. Cool. Yeah, man. We'll see you next week. Yep. Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, Stay healthy. Stay safe. Stay tuned. We'll see you. Just stay home, everybody. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to The Dummy Room. We will meet you here next week. Take care. Goodbye to you.